Need appliances? Don't wait for Black Friday. Get to Bray Friday. Going on now at Bray and Scarf. Make your one-on-one VIP appointment for huge appliance savings in-store and online. Get doorbuster deals like a GE 27 cubic foot stainless steel French door refrigerator with fingerprint resistant finish for just $15.99. Save $700. Don't miss the Bray Friday savings. Shop local at Bray and Scarf, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Greetings, everyone. You are tuned into the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. I'm your host, retired Master Sergeant 20. Thank you for all your continued support. Appreciate everything uh, as we continue to move forward. I hope yesterday was a great day for you, and I hope today is better than yesterday, right? Here on a Thursday, on a sneaker story on a Thursday. But I want to open it up with my opening remarks. Today is uh, the 11th of November, 2021. And it is Veterans Day, so I definitely want to give thanks and I appreciate all the veterans for their service. Um, I know Memorial Day is you know, all about the veterans' sacrifice um, for the good of the country and their branch, particular branch of service. But I just want to say for Veterans Day, appreciate all the veterans out there doing the things that they need to do to be successful. I fall in that category as well. My wife falls in that category and, not, and everyone that's involved. Um, Appreciate all you guys' service. Thank you for everything that you've done for the greater good of this country, for the greater good of yourself, for the greater good of the family. So I appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. All praises due. All right. So yesterday was November 10th, and, you know, I talked about um, the Rick Ross thing with the whole $10 million. And I didn't mention in my opening remarks that it was the Marine Corps birthday, and I forgot that it was the Marine Corps birthday on November 10th. Well, I shouldn't say I forgot, but I just kind of, I didn't remember, right? It was so much going on. So I want to also say happy birthday to my fellow devil dogs, my fellow hard chargers, my fellow uh, Marines. Uh, definitely. It was happy birthday. A good, a good birthday, Marine Corps birthday. Every year, November 10th, we celebrate the birthday you know, I miss going to the Marine Corps balls. Me and my wife put on our dress uh, uniforms and all that. So definitely uh, want to be, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. So happy birthday to the Marines as well. I noticed in the news, um, it's a SpaceX launch. I think it happened probably about 10 hours ago, 11 hours ago. And whenever a space shuttle or any type of space craft, space apparatus, you know, whatever it is, whenever it's launched into orbit right and for whatever mission they're getting ready to conduct i always think about going back to 1986 um and if you remember 1986 was the challenger explosion and i remember i was going to saint bridget it was a private school in detroit at the time and uh, i remember we were watching that we had it just got new tvs installed in our classrooms i think the channel was like tv one or something like that and I remember um, we was watching the actual space shuttle. We watched it take off. We listened to the news reporters talking about the, the journey and, and some of the tasks they was getting ready to, to do, to conduct while they were in space and everything. And 
And they had pictures of all the astronauts, everyone that was on board from the astronauts to the support personnel and everybody. Right. It had a live feed at NASA. And then, you know, it launched and ended up, you know, exploding in the air. But I always think about that um, whenever I see or hear about a space shuttle, space shuttle getting ready to orbit. You know, I always think about it as a, as a, I was, what, 12 years old when that happened? And I remember just watching that, and we were excited. This is the first time where, for one, we had TVs in our classroom, and just to be able to watch that on TV, it was like, man, this is, this is cool. This is monumental, man. I'm never going to forget it. And, you know, that unfortunate incident happened where it exploded. And I remember for me personally, and as well as my classmates and even my teacher, we was just like, and I remember it was like just silence. And then the the school administrators, they shut the TV off and we had talked about it for a little bit. And then they sent all the kids home. So I remember that. I remember that, man, 1986. So, again, you know, I didn't want to make this a somber note, but it's just something I was thinking about. Whenever I see those uh, space shuttles getting ready to go into orbit, launch into orbit, I always think about that. All right, so opening remarks complete. So today is sneaker stories on a Thursday and have a sneaker story about a shoe that I probably shouldn't have bought, but I bought it anyway, and it was during school hours. I was a student at this school, McKenzie High School, which is no longer in Detroit. It's torn down. Like a lot of the high schools there are torn down. But I should have had my butt in school doing schoolwork instead of catching all these buses around Detroit to buy this shoe. I almost got in trouble and all the et cetera. So I'm going to tell that story. Sneakers on the uh, sneaker stories on the Thursday, uh, the 11th of November, 2021. Stay tuned, stay locked. And also, after the sneaker stories, after I wrap up the week, uh, weekend review, if you will. I'm going to give you guys some notes about how I plan on progressing this Nomad Cast, this podcast, and moving forward. There's some things I want to talk about, where kind of where my vision is at. You know, I'm changing my intent of the channel and everything. So make sure you stay tuned and listen for that at the end of the sneaker stories on the Thursday. Stay tuned, stay locked. We next. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to, in the intro I didn't mention, if you're new to this channel and you're watching this and you like what you see, please uh, click click the subscription button, subscribe, the bell icon. It's 30, this is episode what, 32? So this is episode 32. So it's 32 episodes to kind of watch this and see how the channel has grown. Uh, I think I've made a lot of improvements. And then, like I mentioned in the opening remarks after um, the sneaker story on a Thursday, I'm going to talk about my way ahead for the channel, some of the things that I want to do, some of the things that I want to change going forward. So I'll talk about that when it's time. But, uh, yeah, just click the subscription, like, make comments, all the et cetera. Appreciate it. All right. So I'm going to talk about a certain shoe that came out. In 1992, and I was a, uh, what was I in 1992? I think I was a junior. I was working at White Castle at the time. And more importantly, I was in high school at uh, David McKenzie High School in Detroit, Michigan. It was on Wyoming Avenue between um, Chicago and Joy Road. And uh, the school is no longer there. It got torn down in 2000. 
11, I think it was, maybe 12. And there was a somber, somber time at that high school because uh, I was uh, a recruiter in Detroit. And I remember I was supposed to go to a high school presentation because uh, I had all the East, high, East Side high schools in Detroit. And uh, McKenzie was, was on the West Side. So when I found out that it, they was tearing down McKenzie, shoot, I skipped my event, which was I was supposed to be on per Army regulation. And I went to my former high school. I ended up getting a couple bricks from there as well. So uh, a lot of my families went to McKenzie um, as well. So, yeah, McKenzie High School, man. Trust and believe. All right. So the reason I mentioned all that to kind of give you the backstory is this particular day. And I want to say it was like a Thursday, Thursday or Friday. And I remember seeing the commercial a week prior to that. It was uh, a commercial with Spike Lee and Tim Hardaway. So everyone knows Spike Lee. He's a, you know, well-known director, avid New York Knicks fan. He directed, she's got to have it. Some of the Michael Jordan, um, Air Jordan commercials. He directed Malcolm X, um, school days. I mean, so many, so many classic movies. If you get a chance, watch those. And, uh, he directed a commercial with Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway, uh, originally from Chicago, but at the time he was playing with the Golden State Warriors. And he wore a shoe called the Nike Air Raid. The Nike Air Raid. And this shoe was really supposed to be developed for playing basketball on the court outside. It was the original intent was not to make a it was not supposed to be a indoor basketball shoe. And I'm gonna show you the detailed inscription. It's supposed to be an outdoor shoe. But nonetheless, a week prior to this uh, this monumental event in my life, I uh, saw the commercial and I was like, boom, I got to get them. I got to get them because, you know, back in the day, whenever we wanted, whether shoes, clothes or whatever, we had to watch the commercial or we had to wait for the magazine to come out. And uh, I remember Nike, I think they used to publish like a, a magazine um, that was embedded in some of the other uh, advertisements. Right. And East Bay was out. A couple of other uh, books was out as well. Well, magazines you can kind of flip through. And, you know, back in the day, you had to order, get the order form and do all, call the operator and all this stuff, right? And uh, I saw these Nikes and I was like, <laughs> typical Damon fashion. I got to have them. I got to have them. So I came up with the idea that following week on a Thursday to, you know what? Instead of going to school that day, I'm going to catch the bus and go get these shoes and then wear them in school and rock them. Right. Cause you know, back then, just like everybody else, man, you know, you skip school, you did certain things and you know, this was before the days of cell phones and you can't really track people. So it's amazing. Now I think about it. How was, how were we able to get around without being undetected? But it, it's like, we got so much accomplished. So anyway, on that note, I'm going to show you the Nike Air Raid, and then I go ahead and uh, segue into the actual story. And just to give you a little history. So these are the Nike Air Raids, again, size 10. So I bought these on StockX, store in Detroit, which is headquartered in Detroit, right? Don't mind the background noise, just drop the box. So these are the Nike Air Raids that came out in 1992. And I've worn these, I think, one time. 
And you probably said, well, God dog, man, every time you show a shoe, you've worn it one time. Now, this is what I want to talk about what it says for outdoor use only. These shoes originally was designed for urban areas where they were only supposed to play basketball um, outdoors. It, the original tent wasn't supposed to be indoors. And you can see even on the sole, the, if you look on the bottom for outdoor use only, and it has the air raid lettering. And you look at these shoes, the bottom, the sole is very thick, which is consistent of basketball shoes back in those days, particularly outside. And it has the air raid inscription on the side. And then you unloosen this strap and you unloosen the other strap here. And there you have it. So what it's designed to do is to, to keep that forefoot secure while you're playing ball and you're moving around. Because anybody that's played basketball on a court or anybody that's played basketball on the outside, you can definitely tell the difference, right? So it was a fun shoe. And, I, you know, when they finally re-released it, you know, I had to get it. Because, you know, I get to the point now where I'm trying to get all these shoes back that I used to have back in the day. And now I have the, the opportunity and the resources to get them. So I don't have to rely on my White Castle money to get these shoes. So. It's definitely a good deal. I'm probably going overboard on a lot of these things. And then you see the tongue, the Nike Air right here. But this is a very fun shoe. I was so happy when they brought it out. This is the original color. But Tim Hardaway wore these shoes in 1992. The Nike Air Raid was originally, the original tent was for outdoor use only. Only supposed to be outdoors. And consistent with the Nike brands, the little hook in the back to help you. Secured on your foot. Very fun shoe. Always love this shoe, man. The Nike Air Raid. So I want to tell you a story about the Nike Air Raid. So this was on a Thursday way back in 1992. And uh, I was supposed to be in school, right? So I came up with this genius idea that I formulated in my room. And you know how the, the evil scientist, <laughs> I'm going to go get me some shoes tomorrow instead of going to school. You know, it, it was so dangerous back then. I could have, a lot of things could have happened to me. And I missed a couple of close calls on that trip. So I woke up, I went to bed that night knowing I was not going to be in school that day, at least in the morning. My plan was to get these shoes and rock them like in the, the afternoon part of the school, right? Because, you know, it was all about, yo, I can't believe you got these. Yo, when you get these, you know, all that, right? Just wanted the attention. So I got on the bus. Uh, I used to leave my house like at seven, about seven twenty, to get on the Wyoming bus, right, to go to high school because my high school was right off Wyoming Avenue. So what I did instead of going towards the direction of my high school, young Damon Anderson got on the Wyoming bus going towards Dagon Eight Mile, right. So if you look at the map, it's Wyoming. You have Wyoming going like this. And then you can catch the bus north going to eight mile. And then you go to eight mile. It's either east or west, right? And eight miles will separate the city of Detroit from the suburbs. I mean, there's other separation zones, but that's the main one. And so I'm on the Wyoming bus and I'm headed to Eastland. It's probably about like eh, about eight o'clock in the morning. And the malls opened at nine o'clock. So it was good. And the mall I was planning on going to was Eastland Mall, which was it was in uh, Harper Woods, Michigan, on the eastern side of uh, Michigan. 
So I'm on the bus and I see my friends on the other side. They like waving like, yo, you ain't coming to school today. And I'm like, nah, I'll see y'all later. I'll see y'all later. Cause my plan was to go to the mall to get these freaking air raids and come back to school that afternoon and rock them. You know what I mean? Such a way of thinking back then. So I'm on the bus and you know, this is not a school bus. I'm on a city bus with all these people, these uh, people working and everybody. So you dealing with a bunch of grown people and all sorts of people on these Detroit buses, right? Just like any inner city. So I'm on a bus, I'm on a bus. And finally the Wyoming bus, I get to freaking eight mile. So right now it's probably about well, maybe eight fifty, eight forty five, and the mall didn't open till nine o'clock. So I'm like, shoot, I'm good. But once you get to eight mile in Wyoming, I still have to wait for the eight mile bus to take me all the way to Eastland, right? So I'm at the bus stop on the corner, of Wyoming eight mile, waiting on the bus, waiting on the bus, waiting on the bus. All these sorts of people kind of walking around me. They kind of looking at me like, man, this dude should be in school. So the eight mile bus finally comes around. So I get on the eight mile bus and these buses got so many stops in between. Again, I'm, I'm on uh West eight mile, right? I'm not even hitting the East side of eight mile yet. So I'm on the bus rolling, rolling. You got my little headphones on. I'm listening to Tribe Called Quest and all that. Just chilling, just chilling. So I finally make it to Eastland and this was probably uh, maybe 920, 930, somewhere in there. And uh, go up in Eastland. My plan is to get these shoes, man, to get these air raids and I'm set. So I go in freaking Eastland, go to the footlock and I was like, yo, do y'all got the new air raids? There's oh my man, young blood. You know, they call everybody young blood back then. Young blood, we sold out of those uh yesterday, but we got a new shipment coming in next week. You know, you can come back next week. So now I'm like, okay, I'm all the way at freaking Eastland Mall, almost 9 30, 10 o'clock on a school morning. Well, my butt should be way back on the west side at freaking McKenzie. I should be in freaking school. And I'm catching all these buses going to get these freaking shoes. So now I'm disappointed. And now I'm like almost kind of nervous. Like, man, what do I do now? Because my whole intent waking up this morning was not to go to freaking school. It was to go get these shoes so I can rock them in school. So I'm so he was like, let me call the freaking uh, the Northland store. Now, Northland is on the western side of eight mile in a city called Southfield. Right. I'm in Harper Woods at Eastland. So he called a Northland store and there's, oh yeah, we got like five pair left. We got five pair left. So he was like, yo, my man, you, you know, I don't know how you got here. He said, but if you go to freaking uh, Northland, they got a pair. So I'm like, bet. Now I'm running into a problem because now the buses are not running as frequent now, right? Because a lot of people have already been to work and the bus schedules kind of, you know, fluctuate throughout the day. So now I walk all across the street, get on the freaking bus, and uh, I'm waiting on the freaking bus, waiting on the bus. So now this is like almost 10 o'clock. I didn't get on that bus till like almost, man, it had to be like almost 11 o'clock, 1045 or somewhere in there. But now I have to catch the Eastland bus in Harper Woods, Michigan, to go all the way down 8 Mile to Southfield, Michigan, where Northland was at. Right. 
So I'm on the bus. I'm on the bus. And that's a little ways away. If you look at a map from where, if you take a map of eight mile in uh, Michigan and you go Harper Woods to Southfield, that's a little ways away. Even driving a, a car is a little ways away. Imagine being on the bus where you got to stop at all these stops. But I'm like, bet. So I'm on the bus listening to Tribe Call Quest. I'm thinking in my head, okay, boom, I still can make it to school today, right? And then my man said that these air raids are in freaking Northland. It's five pair left. Ain't nobody going to be buying no shoes this morning because people should be in school and people should be at work. So I'm good. What a way to think. So I'm on a bus. I'm on a bus. So finally I get to freaking um, Northland. Now it's like almost, and it had to be like 11 o'clock, 1130. I know it was close to noon because traffic had started picking up because it was lunch, almost lunchtime. So I get off the freaking, um, the daggone, uh, the eight mile bus. And once you get off the eight mile bus at freaking Greenfield, which is where Northland was right off the street, right off it, you could just walk to freaking Northland. So I walk into Northland, you know, kind of walked around a little bit, got to the Foot Locker. And I said, hey, I said, man, my man, I was at freaking Eastland about an hour and a half ago, about an hour ago, um, asking about these air raids. He's like, oh, yeah, we just sold the last pair like 10 minutes ago, man. You know, the guy uh, at the Eastland Foot Locker, he should have said the whole one and I would have held one. I'm like, dang, dude. He's like, look, check it out. I'm going to call the freaking Foot Locker at freaking Fairlane. Now, Fairlane is in freaking Dearborn, Michigan. Man, I'm traveling all over this freaking city, all going through all these freaking suburbs when I should have had my ASS in freaking Detroit at freaking McKenzie High School going to school. But I'm chasing these freaking shoes down. So he called a freaking, he called a freaking, um, the Foot Locker at Fairlane. And they said, yeah, man, we got like 50 pair left, 50 pair left. We good. We good. Now, I knew it was always a problem going to Fairlane, especially particularly Afri African-American male going to Fairlane in those days and even before that because the relationship with the city of Dearborn and some folks from Detroit, it wasn't a very, I want to say, a harmonious relationship. There was a lot of things that used to happen. You can read the, the news titles and all that, right? And so I knew I was taking a chance because I knew like the Dearborn police will always look for people that was potentially skipping school. Um, for 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided exceptional care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to give children and healthcare heroes a reason to believe this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. If you want to take your vehicle's performance to new heights, you got to give it peak. Like our original equipment technology, antifreeze and coolant, our formulas match the vehicle manufacturer's technology requirements so that we have the perfect match for every vehicle. That's one reason why Peak is among the fastest growing brands of coolant in America. We work harder to earn the trust of people like you every day. That's Peak Performance. And just messing with people. So I knew I was taking that chance, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm dug in too deep now because I done caught the Wyoming bus to freaking eight mile, went to freaking, got on the eight mile bus and went to freaking Eastland. They didn't have these shoes. So now I'm on the freaking Eastland bus going down to freaking Northland and they didn't have these shoes. So I'm like, shoot, I'm about to go to Fairlane, which is another mall. So Eastland, Northland, Eastland is closed now. 
Northland is closed now, but Fairlane is still open, right? Probably one of the nicer malls during that time in Michigan. So now I'm waiting on the freaking Greenfield bus and all the malls had like different buses, you know, um, that you can catch. So Northland was an evergreen bus, it was the Greenfield bus, the eight mile bus and some other ones, right? And uh, so I get on the freaking Greenfield bus. So now I'm taking the Greenfield bus from Southfield, Michigan, all the way to freaking Dearborn, right? So I'm on the bus, I'm on the bus. Now, 1130 is turned into almost noon, almost one o'clock. And I used to get out of school like at 245, three o'clock. So I'm already cutting it close. And my mom knew what time I was coming home because she'd be on the, out looking out the window, watching me, making sure I got home, right? So now I know I'm cutting it close. So I'm on the freaking Greenfield bus, right? Getting ready to go to freaking Fairlane where I know there could be a potential issue because a lot of Dearborn police will be monitoring Fairlane because people used to skip school or whatever. And they'll look at you and they can tell that you're a high school student. And then they run up on you, you know, in a physical manner or a mental manner. It all depends, right? So this is almost, I want to say I'm probably approaching 12, one o'clock maybe. I know it's, 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 it's cutting close. So I finally, the Greenfield bus finally get the freaking Fairlane. I get off the freaking, uh, the Greenfield bus. I'm walking in Fairlane. I finally get the Foot Locker, and they had the air raids. You know how these they have the shoes like sitting on the shelves and all that. So I see him. I said, "Yo, my man," because at that time I think I wore like a seven and a half. I said, "My man, y'all got these in the seven and a half." He was like, "Bet." Let me go back. So now I'm sitting, and this dude seems like he was in the back for like 15 years. So I'm watching all these security guards all these freaking Dearborn police, they kind of walking around, looking around and uh, a Dearborn cop, he kind of looked at me. We made eye contact, but he didn't say anything to me. He just stood outside. So I'm like, F I'm like, man, bump this. I said, he may try to take me to jail. Cause you know, that's truancy. You know, you're supposed to be in school, but I was like, you know what? I got to get these freaking shoes. I said, bump it. I'll take the chance. But my man is still in the back. So then he comes out with another shoe for another customer. I think there's like some Nike Cortez or something. And I'm like, yo, my man, you forget about me. He said, oh, no, no, I got you. I got you. I'm good. I'm good. So he goes back and he's still back there. And this freaking Dearborn cop is still standing out there. And then now it's the Fairlane security guards. Now they freaking talking right in front of the footlocker. So I'm like, okay, I see how this is going to go. I will get these shoes and then I explain all that freaking later. So I finally get the shoe. I freaking pay for the shoe, whatever, right? I end up getting like some Nike socks and the Nike shirt and all this other mess with it, right? So I walk out. And so the guy, the police officer, the security guard had left. So the police officer came by. He said, hey, young man. He said, can I talk to you? I said, yes, sir. Yes, officer. He said, where where are you supposed to be at? Are you supposed to be in school? Do you go to Fortin? Because Fortin is a high school in Dearborn. I said, no. I said, sir, honestly, uh, I came to get these shoes. Uh, I should be in high school. Well, I should be in high school. I should be in school right now, but I'm a senior. I'm getting ready. To, and I was lying. I was a junior. I was like, I'm a senior and I supposed to be getting out of school in about an hour or so, but I cut class early because I want to get these shoes. And he's like, let me, let me see what shoes you got. So I'm like, that's kind of weird. You know, is he about to freaking jack me or something? 
So I open up the box. He's like, oh, yeah, those are the air raids. He's like, I got my son some of these for his uh, basketball team. He plays uh, basketball at Fortson, which is a high school in Dearborn. He's like, all right, man. He said, I'm going to let you go. He said, I need you to be safe. He said, don't skip school, man. He's, he said, because I could run you in right now. And I said, I appreciate it. So I dodged a freaking bullet that day, man. The dude was nice. I don't know if it's because the way I approached him, I wasn't like, get off me and just start running and any of that. Because I wanted to just take off running. But I know what that would have, I know what that would have probably led to, right? But, you know, I was a yes officer, no officer. And then he wanted to see the shoe that I had. And it just so happens the shoe box, the shoe that I had in my box was the same shoe that he bought for his son for his basketball team. Now, what had happened if I, you know, was completely disruptive and, you know, non-apologetic and just, you know, F this, F you and all this stuff and just took off running? Or what if the shoe that I had in there didn't match the shoe that was sentimental to his son? So you, you look at a lot of things and you look at how life kind of alters your trajectory in terms of being mature and being in safe zones and all that. So, I, again, that was one of the nuggets I looked at growing up that was i was probably safe that day I, well i was safe that day and you know we talk about the higher beings and everything yeah god really looked out for me in those years man i trust and believe that man i trust and believe right so i finally get i get outside so now i'm like okay it's almost like freaking two o'clock school is freaking over all my friends junior friends and all these they didn't freaking left school or whatever right i cannot go back to the school and uh because school is going to be over by the time i get i get there so i say you know what this is what i'm going to do i'm going to catch the freaking i'm going to chill i'm gonna catch the freaking bus and i'm gonna take the bus home and then uh i explained to my mama what happened you know what i mean i just mama this is what i did you know what i mean because I was at that point in my life, man, school was not really challenging for me. I mean, it was just more of a social gathering than anything. Cause you know, I mean, you learn some stuff on the scholastic level, but it was really a social gathering to compare outfits, you know, trying to, you know, get with whoever and all this other stuff. So it, school, this coursework was, I wasn't even thinking about the coursework. So finally, I finally get home after catching all these buses to get back home. I finally get home and uh, my mother was like, hold on, where you been all day? And I was like, no, nah, you know, I went to school and everything. And my mother knew I was lying. She's like, you ain't been in school. She said, you know why you went to school? Because your science teacher, and I can't remember his name. It was either Mr. Christian or Mr. Jackson. One of them. I remember he had a glass eye. But she was like, he called and said I had missed class. And I always was missing science. I just never liked science, right? And he called and said, Damon is not in class today. So she already had the, the, for lack of better terms, the trump card on me, right? So I was like, Mom, I went to go get some shoes. She said, where's the shoes? So I put the shoes in front of the bushes in my house. So that way, when I walk up the step, when I walk up my porch, because the way my house was, you could walk up the porch and you can see who's coming up on the porch. So my crazy butt said, you know what? Let me put these shoes in the bushes. And then when my mom goes to bed or whatever, I'll take this freak. I go back outside, get the shoebox and run upstairs. So I walk in the house and she was like, what did you go get? Cause she know I went to the store or whatever. So I go outside and I show her 
these freaking air raids. She said, you went to you went to the store and bought these shoes. Where did you go? You could have got kidnapped. You could have get shot. You know, all this other stuff. And I said, Mom, I'm good. I'm good. And she went and told my father. My father was mad. And he was like, all you're going to do is, is you ain't going to go to school. I don't even know if you're going to graduate. What are you going to school for? All you want to do is buy these gym shoes. Is, is that what you're going to do for the rest of your life? Is just to buy shoes all the time? Now I'm thinking, I'm like, shoot, man. This is all I do now. I'm a freaking retired master sergeant. And this is what I do. I buy freaking gym shoes. So, you know, me and my father, we kind of laugh about this stuff, you know, as the years has went by. I was like, man, you know, I remember you used to skip school and buy shoes. And, you know, I used to get mad at you for doing it. But now that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. I buy shoes. I had to get animated. You know, that was kind of funny. Uh, but, yeah, but that's my sneaker story today. Talking about those Air Raid freaking Nikes. <laughs> 1992, man, I caught the freaking Wyoming bus to freaking 8 Mile. The 8 Mile bus to freaking Eastland. They didn't have them, so I had to catch the eight mile bus going to Northland. I go to the Northland footlocker. They didn't have them. So then I had to catch the Greenfield bus to go to Fairlane. And then they had them. Then a Dearborn police officer, you know, ran up on me, but I was nice and contrite and, you know, all this other stuff, respectful. And then his son, he had bought his son, some of the same ones. So now we got something in common. It's like the Whitney Houston, Bobby uh, Brown. We got something in common. So now we got something in common. And then he let me go. Just gave me a warning. Hey, make sure you safe and all that. So I appreciated a lot of that, man. I, I, I spent a lot of money on these shoes. I think when these came out in 92, I want to say these was like $120. I may be wrong, but I think there was like a buck 20, but I was spending my white castle money, man. You know, I was getting paid every week at white castle. So it was good. Yeah. The Nike freaking air raids, 1990 freaking two, man. <laughs> I tell you, the things that we do as a youth, if we could have had this stuff archived and videotaped for all the world to see, man, whew, the youth, the the young folks nowadays that wouldn't even know what hit them. So I'm, I'm in some instances, I'm glad we don't have that, that didn't have that technology. All right. So appreciate today. Uh, sneaker stories on the Thursday. I guess the main theme is being at the right place at the right time, you know, because a lot of things could have could have happened to me. You know, I was by myself because I wanted some of my friends to go. But they said, nah, man, I'm going to go to school, man. Let's go get them this weekend. I'm like, nah, I'll bump that. But I'm like, you know what, dummy? You could have just went this weekend because this was on a Thursday or Friday, if I remember right. I'm like, I could have just went on the weekend and got them. Wouldn't have to be worrying about freaking catching 700 buses and, you know, going through a lap of freaking Detroit in the, in the outskirts. I could have just freaking just, I don't know. My way of thinking back then, I tell you, man, it, it, it helped shape me who I am now. But a lot of things I did was kind of questionable. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, segue into our weekly wrap up, our uh, turnaround Thursday wrap up. So episode 29 on Monday, the 8th of November, my opening remarks talked about daylight savings time and the history about daylight savings time and some of the interesting nuggets. I didn't even know about daylight savings time. I didn't know that it originated in Canada. It was popularized in freaking Germany due to the war effort, trying to save fuel. I thought it was about the farmers. You know, that's what I knew about growing up. So we talked about that. 
And Monday Mental Combat, we talked about uh, ways to improve your well-being, your self-care. Gave you six tips to improve self-care. We talked about exercise and sleep. That was kind of co-located. Talked about meditation. Talked about reading and listening to music. That was co-located. Talking about wearing clothes that make you feel good. And the last one was to declutter your home, right? So for episode 30 on the 9th of November, talking on the Tuesday, my opening remarks was about Dr. Lucy Chen. She's a uh, dermatologist and she had recommendations about showering. Based on her guidance, she said you should shower two or three times a week. And, you know, that doesn't fall in the face of uh, being smart. To me, that doesn't uh, lay with being healthy. Because I think, shoot, you probably need to take two or three a day just to wash off everything that you've gone through during the day, whether it's waking up midday or whatever. And then talking on the Tuesday, talked about four reasons why I started this podcast. The first one was uh, a retirement opportunity, post uh, army opportunity, uh, skill development, which is I'm definitely learning the technological piece of this podcast with the editing, microphones, all this stuff, uh, telling the story. And it's a challenge, challenging myself. Episode 31, way back Wednesday, which was yesterday, I, my opening remarks, I talked about Rick Ross's comments that you need at least $10 million to be able to sustain. I disagree with that. I think you need a lot of money in your account. I think you need money in your investment portfolios. And I think you need to probably keep some um, as an emergency fund. But I think the normal person, the regular Joe that's out here working a nine to five, being a tradesman or working in, you know, corporate America, wherever, you know, occupation that you're working in, I think you can make it without having $10 million. Now, $10 million in your bank account is a nice problem to have, trust and believe. But I think we have to understand what's the difference of being rich and being comfortable. And that was the main takeaway from that. And the way back Wednesday, I showed a four minute video of my uh, graduation speech when I finally earned my bachelor's in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, both me and my wife, we earned our bachelor's degrees in Japan. Uh, so that was definitely great as well. And then today, uh, talked about episode 32, opening remarks, we're talking about Veterans Day, uh, the Marine Corps birthday, and then also the space shuttle incident back in 1986. And then I just told the sneaker stories on the Thursday about the air raid Nike. So it gave you a little history on that and some fun, fun facts when I should have had my behind in school and then a the daggone teacher calling my house. How dare you call my house and tell on me, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was fun in itself. Um, so now I want to transition to my plan for the nomad cast, the trust and believe nomad cast and all, et cetera. So today is episode 32. So this is officially season two of the nomad cast. Now, if you look back, I started this in September. So I went from one episode to 12 episodes. That was season one. And then if you remember, I took a week off for a fall break. So episodes one through 12 represented season one. After we went to DC, Washington, DC for a fall break, I came back that following uh, Monday and now I began season two. 
So season two ran from episode 13 to the current episode 32. So now what I'm going to do next week, I have multiple VA appointments. It's also my uh, 24th wedding anniversary. And then also the week after that is the week of Thanksgiving. So this is the last episode that I will have until mark your calendars till 29 November. The next episode of the Trust and Believe Nomad cast will be the 29th of November. Now, a lot of people may say, well, you know, you're taking a chance. You may lose your followers and all that. I mean, at the end of the day, I got 32 episodes to include this one that you can have. and You can kind of see the growth, the content level, see the things I've improved. My only thing I want to do for these next two weeks, of course, is take care of family requirements, myself, do things I have to do. But I also want to kind of look up under the hood of the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. And there's a lot of things I want to tweak. There's a lot of things I want to change. I look at a lot of my fellow podcasters on YouTube and some of the other channels. And I'm kind of looking at some of the things that they're doing to be successful. And it's not to steal uh, the way they're doing things. But if you look at, I don't look at these guys as a competition because I think we all in our own lane. But I think you would be crazy if you don't look at to see what's happening. Um, car companies do it. Your main industries do it. Everyone looks at someone else to see as a gauge on what am I doing wrong? If I'm doing anything right, what can I improve? What should I take away? What can I add to? And I think that's what I want to do moving forward. So with the trust and believe nomad cast, I'm going to go up under the hood and I think this needs a new coat of paint, if you will. So I'm, I'm going to have a brand new opening, a new uh, segment cards, new music, I'm going to change. I think I'm going to change the way it just looks. And I got a Canon, a Canon DSLR camera that I use that I, I don't use. We just use it for vacations, but I think I'm going to attempt to start recording my content on this DSLR camera because it have eight it has HD capabilities and all that. Cause right now I'm shooting on a Logitech uh, 4k Brio. And I like the webcam because you know, it allows me to have that trust and believe nomad cast banner. But you know, with the editing tools and the editing software I have, I can definitely continue to use this and come up with my own banner. So this is something I definitely want to do uh, moving forward. Again, it's, I just want to look up under the hood. There's some things I want to tweak. Uh, and I want to get this thing a brand new coat of paint. You know, I like my opening. Um, but I want to change the music. I like the color of my segment cards, but I want to change them. So I'm one of them guys. I, I don't stand pat with a lot of things. Um, if you look at a lot of the historical TV shows from back in the day, each season, like you look at the Cosby show, for example, each season was a different segment card. It was a different title card. They had different music, different openings. And that's what I want to do. So again, season three will begin the 29th of November, 2021, season three, which starts episode 33. And uh, again, I'm going to look up under the hood and get this thing a fresh new coat of paint because there's some things I just want to change. If you look at episode one to now, you can definitely see the transition. You can see uh, some of the improvements. But at the end of the day, it's just like being in the military when you, you know, they talk about battlefield circulation and, uh, foxhole improvement and area beautification and all that you can't just sit in a foxhole all day without changing you got to continue to do things to make it better and it at the end of the day i just want this to be better than it is i want to start reaching out more 
to some of the video partners like um, Patron, because right now I'm only using YouTube as a video partner, but Patron is out there. Um, it's a couple of other ones that's out there as well. They escaping me. And then with my podcast host, I use Spreaker to distribute to Apple and Google, but I may end up changing that. So I'm looking at from the audio, I'm looking at the video, I'm looking at my distribution. How can I reach this channel to more people? And then you guys can definitely help as well. Tell a family member, tell a friend, tell a coworker. So again, I'm just going to look up under the hood and get this thing a fresh coat of paint. I want to get a new website for this. There's uh, possibilities of having an app for this. So I just want to really make this thing because I'm giving it my all with this. This is something, this is my, I've, I feel like this is my second career because I really like doing this. And if I really want to do this, I want to get to the point where I'm really loving what I'm doing, which I do. Uh, but I'm just using it as a transition from liking to loving. Um, and this, and I'm looking forward to the change and I hope you guys like the change as well. So we'll see what we got. You see what we got. So again, episode 33 will begin the season three of the trust and believe nomad cast coming at you on the 29th of November. 2021 i'm gonna say it again the next episode of the trust and believe nomad cast will be the 29th of november 2021 and that will begin episode 33 so i want you guys have a safe weekend be safe have a safe uh thanksgiving safe holiday time be safe take care of yourself do the right things take care of your family do the right things be positive be constructive and continue to be the best person that you can be and inspire others. Peace and love. See y'all on the 29th of November, 2021, episode 33. Trust and Bleed Nomad Cast. So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at, at Marshall's. Marshall's.